Well, I hate to say I told you so, but we called it yesterday. We said that SCOTUS was going to not hear the cases, most likely, and what that standard means for this country and where we are at, what that means for the Supreme Court of the United States. So we'll talk about that. Also, Joe Biden wants to abolish ICE. No, Immigration Customs. I don't even know what the last E is for. What? Enforcement. Thank you, wife. Appreciate that. So we'll talk about all that today. Welcome to HGBT. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend. If you want to support us, support our network, support us as we are building a sustainable network that will not be canceled by the left, well, you can go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HGBT in a memo field to get a sweet mug like the one behind me and tons of other benefits. There are is going to be a shortage of those mugs. So if you want one, now is the time to subscribe. And I will tell you more about that later. You can email me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Last piece of advice before we get into it. Oh my goodness, my contact is like trying to fold up into my eye right now. That is not good for show business. So if I'm winking a lot, I'm not trying to wink at you. So my contact's starting to really hurt. Um, last piece of business tomorrow I will be going up to South Carolina to be speaking to a group of men at a church. I'm really looking forward to that. I actually am really looking forward to that. It's going to be really good. I love when I can start building building what I'm going to be talking about, a speech, sermon, whatever you want to call it. And you just start getting excited about it and you're you're getting something out of it and it's just really good. So that's one of those times. I'm going to try and see if they'll let me just record it, and then I'll use that as my show. But if they don't do that, then we may not have a show. <laughs> so we'll see. So you'll either hear that men's talk recorded, and hopefully the stuff, will, the sound will come out well, and then I can post it. But if not, then I'll just be missing a day, and then we'll get back at it the, ne- the next day after that. We won't leave you hanging. All right, let's get into the show. What do we want to do first? Supreme Court. Let's just do Supreme Court because it's kind of a continuation of yesterday. And then we'll get into the new news of Biden attempting to attempting to remove ICE. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't be able to. The Supreme Court dismissed as moot the three no four. I think it's four. I think uh, there was two. Wisconsin, Michigan was Sidney Powell. Then an attorney, I slips my name, was in Pennsylvania. And then there was Lynn Wood, who had his suit in Georgia, and they all got dismissed as moot. And oh, let's see, I have actually, I think I have it in my notes of the Pennsylvania case. It was Kelly. Kelly was his name, I believe. I don't see it here after all. But they dismissed it as moot, as irrelevant. Now, I want you to listen to this. This is from Sydney Powell. I follow her on Telegram. I highly recommend you do as well. Um, because she's still going to be fighting and there's a lot of things left to be fought about, like Dominion suing them. Uh, Lynn Wood is her attorney. So all the th- crazy things that you think about Lynn Wood. <laughs> Obviously, Sidney Powell doesn't think he's so crazy. He's going to be defending her. Michael Lindell also got sued today by Dominion. Not just Michael Lindell, but his TV show. And let me just tell you this before I get into what uh, Sidney Powell had to say. I was listening to what Mike Lindell had to say on the War Room Pandemic, Steve Bannon's podcast. And now I firmly believe that the movie he put out was not about informing us about what happened, although it was for that purpose as well. 
but it was to get Dominion to sue him. That is what I believe from what he was saying. He put that video out so that Dominion would sue him, which is really interesting. So we're going to see. I mean, we're going to see who's telling the truth. I already a majority of the country understands that Biden's just illegitimate, either from not being voted, not being voted in by the people or because he doesn't think on his own. He's signing executive orders. He doesn't even realize he's signing. So he's a puppet. So either he was voted in illegitimately or other people are controlling him. I don't think there's any sane person that's paying attention that believes that Joe Biden is actually cognitive is making decisions on his own. I mean, he's a disaster. He's just a disaster. I mean, just today we saw him walking off stage and he stops right before he gets off stage to put his mask on and he just sits there for a few seconds. It's just the weirdest thing in the world. He is totally not there. It is sad. But anyways, so I believe that's what Mike Lindell was doing. All right, so let's get back to this. So Cindy Powell on her Telegram, she highlights a few things. Says, Sir denied today in all 2020 election law cases but listen to this, and this is what should infuriate you because, okay, I'm going to take a little side tangent again <laughs> before we get into what you had to say, is this is how we get played. You don't get played on the direct play. That is the up, above board, what you see, what your eyes are focused on is not where you get played. You get played in the minutia, the bureaucracy, the legalistic, the the rules, the procedures, the things that go underneath that aren't part of the focus, the attention, but it's the things that are sub and below the water that are how you get played by bureaucracies and lawyers and the smart people like the Supreme Court. They're very smart people. And this is what should infuriate you. So remember, all of these cases were sent to the Supreme Court to be ruled on and now the Supreme Court is saying because the election is over it doesn't matter what we decide so we're not going to hear them remember that as we hear this Sydney Powell says one Republican Party of Pennsylvania verse de Graffenreid formerly Bookvar began with application for stay filed September 28th 20. 20. Amicus brief in this case was on November 25th, 2020. The application for stay was filed September 28th. For those of you just tuning in, the election was in November. And they're suing and you're like, well, how could they be suing for something before the election? They were suing because of the actions of the secretary of state and the governor were taking that were unconstitutional because the legislature was the ones who were supposed to write the rules and they didn't and they knew it before the election even started and so they filed this case in november they had the amicus briefs they filed the application in september before the election do you see what i'm saying that you're getting played, that we're getting played, and you get taken advantage of, and the rules are tipped, justice isn't served, not by the actual ruling of the case, but in the procedural 
malaise that happens, the ambiguity, the shifting, the power plays that happen behind the scene, that's where we get scammed. That's where we get played. That's where we get taken advantage of. And that's what you have to watch out for. This happens in every area, your business life, your careers, your politics, obviously, the judiciary branch. This one was filed in September. Corman, formerly Scarnati, versus Pennsylvania Democratic Party petitioners, our Pennsylvania state legislatures began with petition filed October 27th. October 27th. In these two cases, Sidney Powell goes on to say, Thomas dissented and Alito and Gorsuch also dissented. Roberts, Kavanaugh, Barrett joined the Democrats. Dissents appear at the end of the order list. As Thomas said, these cases provided us with an ideal opportunity to address just what authority non-legislative officials have to set election rules and to do so well before the election next election cycle. The refusal to do so is inexplicable. Denials without any dissent. Congressman number three, Congressman Mike Kelly, that's who it was in Pennsylvania. Congressman Mike Kelly versus Pennsylvania began with an application for injunction relief filed December 30th. Number four, Trump versus DeGraffinard, Pennsylvania, began the petition for cert in December 31st of 2020. This was John Eastman's case, the number four. Sidney Powell quotes Justice Thomas in the dissent of one of these cases where he says, this is not a prescription for confidence. Changing the rules in the middle of the game is bad enough. Such rule changes by officials who may lack authority to do so is even worse. When those changes alter election results, they can severely damage the electoral system on which our, se- our self-government governance so heavily depends. If state officials have the authority they have claimed, we need to make it clear. If not, we need to put an end to this practice now before the consequences become catastrophic. What are the consequences that are catastrophic? Civil war, an actual civil war. That's what's going to happen. And you know the lefts are going to keep pushing, and they're going to keep trying to get away with this stuff. They have that bill where they're trying to make it legal past 10 days because they're going to continue to do, they're going to tie their laces on this stuff, and they're going to make it legal so that they can continue to cheat. But back to what I was saying, they the Supreme Court justices didn't hear it because it was moot, but even their own Supreme Court justice says, no, we needed to hear him to set it straight for future elections, not just this past one. And even the conservative ones didn't agree with that. And the warning goes out, this is not a prescription for confidence. They changed the rules in the middle of the game and the people that changed them didn't even have the authority to change them. This isn't podcaster Matt's comments. This is the Supreme Court Justice, Justice Thomas Alito. It's terrible. I'm sorry, not Thomas Alito. Thomas is last name. This is Justice Thomas. Absolutely terrible. But this is a war, guys. This isn't a lost election. 
This is the CCP-controlled Communist Democrats versus the Patriot Americans. That's who it is. That's what we're fighting for. I just want to take a break to say, hey, you know, my pillow just got sued. We were talking about that. My pillow has a bunch of stuff on their websites, bed sheets, mattress toppers, blankets, towels, mattress. We need to support people that are fighting for us. I think he said he dropped what $3 million since November on research on funding teams to get to the bottom of this stuff. Like we need guys like this fighting and you may say, Oh, what does it matter? What does it matter if uh, we find out or approve that the election was stolen last time? Well, just like what Justice Thomas said, that we need to make this stuff clear for future elections if we're ever going to have a hope of America because we're heading for disaster. Let's go over there. I think you use a mic promo code. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I want to fill every empty slot I have uh, with supporting them. And, and just the Patriots that you are, I think he became a C-Sync. I think he said he got saved four years ago. Um, he has a an addiction recovery service as well where they preach the gospel. So I, even though I think he claims himself to be Catholic, I think that we can consider him a brother in Christ. Um, at least he talks that way. And I'm going to take him at his word until I see any evidence otherwise. So go over there, check out MyPillow.com. I think you might can get like 60% off or something stupid. But um, they're, again, they're not affiliated with the show. I just wanted to give them a free advertisement. All right, let's check out this article. Gateway Pundit is a great website, a conservative website. I think they're like number three in conservative websites. Um, they do a good job aggregating news and whatnot. I don't know about all the commercials on the side, so can ignore that. But this is what it says. Biden attempting administrative abolishment of ICE, termination of thousands of jobs at the agency. The Biden administration is currently attempting to enact an administrative abolishment of immigration and custom enforcement, along with essentially rolling out a welcome banner for illegals. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? The move will also terminate the jobs of thousands of officers who arrest and deport these trespassers. This is an administrative ad- abolishment of ICE as we currently know it. The source with knowledge said to the Washington Times, the Washington Examiner reports that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Maracas is understood to have recently introduced a plan to do away with ICE's enforcement and a removal operation arm and convert those officers into agents who investigate transnational crime instead of going after illegal immigrants. So what transnational crimes would they need to go after that other agencies we have don't? And why do are we then enforcing other nations' laws or our laws in other nations? That seems really strange to me. But ICE is no longer going to do what they're supposed to do. Oh, that's nice. And think about this with our lack of confidence in the Supreme Court and immigration, immigrants coming in. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be just like Obama. Oh, wait, it is Obama. I just read this other article. This is another side note. I guess I'm on a tangent today. I read an article where they were detailing or they were somebody who followed Barack Obama. And remember, he has a skiff in his house in D.C. He was the first president ever to not leave Washington, D.C. after his presidency. He talks about how he would get a puppet for his third term. And, oh, what do you know? Joe Biden's a puppet. Oh, what do you know? All of Barack Obama's staff is being reinstated into Joe Biden's administration. And, oh, what do you know? Every single policy that Obama wanted and talked about, Joe Biden is doing. It seems like he found his puppet. And he did. This is... It's a, it's a combination of being bought off by uh, the CCP and paid off and being controlled by them. That's why they had a two-hour meeting. I'm sure Barack Obama was on that call. 
and Barack Obama in establishing his legislative agenda or his executive agenda, excuse me, not legislator. But think about this. We have illegal immigrants coming through the border, not just illegal immigrants who are looking for a better life, but illegals that are part of cartels, that are part of, that we know the Middle East runs people up, Chinese China's people come up, tons of people come up that are violent, MS-13 and all such those things. And we have a Supreme Court that doesn't rule based on the Constitution anymore. They find loopholes to get out of things, and they don't want to support the American people. They are part of the establishment. They are black robe tyrants. They're going to be hearing cases like the one we discussed before. I think we did it last month, where they're going to decide if police can enter a home to seize guns without a warrant. There was apparently a case where somebody uh, was threatening or put a gun on the table and asked their spouse to kill them with it. And then the co- they called the cops. Cops came. They took the weapons. And there's a bunch, again, like I said, not the direct, hey, we can take your guns without warrant, but the loopholes of, uh, let me see if I can find it. It was in the community caretaking ex- exception. So under the guise of com- um, community caretaking, the Supreme Court is going to rule on if they can just take your guns without a warrant. Well, that sounds like a violation to me of the Constitution, but what do I know? I'm not a black-robed tyrant. So we have all these things going. We have Barack Obama's agenda being continued. Immigration is flowing in. Police forces are being defunded. And they're going to be coming after our guns. And we're going to be labeled a domestic terrorist. And the FBI, the IRS, all these. Remember, those are all coming after us under Obama. And he didn't go away. He's right there. And so those things are going to be expected of us. But I have to tell you, I don't care what the Supreme Court says I don't care what they say. You can't let them take your guns. It's over then. It's not going to stop. The communists, the totalitarians, even in our own country, have no breaks. The only breaks they have is our weapons. And another thing that you need to think about really long and hard, and this is why I've been pushing the com- getting into committee memberships of the GOP, getting into voting for mayors and getting to know them and finding a mayor that is biblical, finding uh, county commissioners, people on the county boards, the sheriff. These people, if they come and they start making guns illegal, are going to be the ones we need to help support us and not enforce those and help us fight against the tyranny that is going to come from Washington, D.C. if it does come. Because we're not going to be able to stand up against it as individual citizens alone. We need our police forces. We need our sheriffs. And we need local authority. We need governors. Like, thank God I live in Florida. Seriously, thank God. We need these people to stand up and fight with us. And we need to support them when they do. That's the only way that we're going to be able to fight back and resist this thing. It's the only way. All right. I hope I'll see you tomorrow with listening to my show. If you don't catch me, I'll talk to you the following day. Have a great one. Remember, trust in the Lord. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. God bless.